the Kinky Boys Podcast. Exploring one kink at a time. Welcome to the Kinky Boys podcast. Today we've got a special treat. We're recording from the London Leather Archives in the Bishopsgate Institute with its archivist, uh, Stefan Dickers. Hello. Hello. Good to meet you. <laughs> yeah, good, good to, to meet you. Well, good to be here. I work here. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm loving this. It's, um, it's probably sounding a bit echoey on the recording, but we are in a lovely Victorian library, which is sort of my sort of setting. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yes, yes. 1895 library, so yeah, 124 years old. Wow. A lovely echo mm-hmm. and lots of wooden oak shelves <laughs> around us. No, it is absolutely beautiful and it has been kept very... What's the word? Nice, sort of oh, Victorian chic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, don't let this just, you know, fool you. We are a hive of sexual yeah, depravity. depravity. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. So, yeah, um, let's get started. So, firstly, yeah. what is the Bishopsgate Institute? Well, it's a, it's a cultural centre in London, mm-hmm. independent charitable foundation, set up as a 123 years ago to, uh, by the church across the road, which always amuses me, uh, <laughs> to provide, a, it's a social centre basically yeah. for the working people of the area. And it's been here since then doing courses, lectures, events. And we have a library here, which was initially a lending library, but is now a special collections and archives library on London history, radical history, queer history, and now we're the home to the amazing UK Lever Archive. Oh, brilliant. Uh, which has sort of stemmed off from our collection of queer history, and uh, it's been a revelation. It's been wonderful. Oh, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, we've got the London Leather Archives. Yeah, uh, yeah, what yeah. is it? What? Well, it's, it's quite an amazing collection. It's a collection of most, if not all, of the clubs that existed in the UK, mm-hmm. uh, the Lever Rubber Clubs, uh, going back to the very earliest one, the 69 Club, which was formed in 1965. Uh, so all of the clubs have now deposited their archives here. So that's sometimes not as exciting as you'd expect. There's a lot of minutes. There's yeah. a lot of subcommittee yeah. <laughs> minutes. There's a lot of volivant committee minutes, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But also stuff about all the meetings that they held, mm-hmm. newsletters, uh, flyers, etc. So quite wonderful visual stuff as well, and T-shirts and all sorts of bits and pieces. Uh, and posters galore. Uh, so sort of a wonderful visual collection sort of documenting the sort of the gay by leather rubber scene in Britain from the 60s onwards. Ah, oh, that sounds brilliant. It's, <laughs> I mean, the thing about history in general is it's often very straight washed. Mm. Like you get that thing where, you know, someone's a confirmed bachelor, but we don't know that they're homosexual. <laughs> and obviously anyone who's gay just goes, yes, we know exactly what's going on here. Yeah, just, yeah, 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 definitely, yeah. definitely. Right. It's, uh, it's, I mean, it's it sort of stemmed from us collecting, we've been collecting LGBTQ history here for yeah. about 10 years now. So uh, we've got huge collections as well from all aspects of the queer community, trans material, uh, non-binary material, mm-hmm. as well as, unfortunately, most of the archives created by straight uh, gay yeah. white men. Yeah. So there's definitely that reflection in there. But it's it's we have archives of some of the major organisations here. So this has been a wonderful extension that I was very pleased to see coming oh, into brilliant. the archive. Uh, and it's been immensely popular. I mean, it's, we've really been collecting... The Lever Archive for about two or three years now. We've had a few open days. And there's a real sort of interest, not only just from the Lever Q 
community and leather rubber fetish community now but also you know people coming along you know been involved in the scene from years and years ago and going finally I know where to put all that old crap yeah, I collect, collected yeah. in the cupboard you know which is wonderful you know oh, yeah send it here exactly yeah, so it's history it's... shelves and shelves to be filled yeah I'm delighted to fill them up fantastic yeah. so how did, how was it formed? Did you have to like put a proposal forth? Or it's quite interesting. As I said, we've been collecting yeah. collecting queer archives for a long time, and then I got a phone call one day mm-hmm. uh, from a gentleman from Birmingham who said, uh, "I've approached a couple of other archives. You've sort of have given me the mm, not really us." And he went on to explain he'd run uh, this fetish club, Midland Link MSC. Okay in Birmingham for a good number of years from the 70s to the 2000s and he had this whole archive of documents, posters galore, didn't know what to do with them but he Mm. knew they were important and he was moving house, wanted to put them somewhere safe so I was like oh yes, Uh, so they arrived and it was an incredible thing and it was quite wonderful how the Midland Link stuff came in so Birmingham was covered and then all of a sudden London came forward and said oh we've got some old stuff as well from the club and then MSC Scotland came forward and said I was going oh, to do a Scottish nice. accent, but I'm not going to <laughs> yeah, do it. Yeah. We've got some stuff too. And and then sort of word spread and the ball started to roll, really. And people will come in now wonderfully every day and go, oh, I was wondering what I was going to do with those London Blues uniform yeah. fetish newsletters that I've got in the cupboard. And now you can have them. Oh, um, so it happened quite organically. Quite wonderfully organically. And, I mean, what amazed me really was amongst sort of some of the older, older leather mm. rubber guys, there was a real awareness of history. Yeah. You know, they'd all kept stuff and, you know, were determined, I think, and overjoyed when this opportunity came up to be able to create this kind of archive. And, you know, I was over the moon to be able to do it. And I think because we are an independent charity yeah. that doesn't have some stuff, you know, yeah. sitting up there who secretly loves it all, but uh, <laughs> can't take the risk of the reputation being ruined. Yeah, have to be seen to be proper. Exactly, and, yeah, but yeah. you know, we love it here and it's, it's celebrated, the history is celebrated. As you'll see up in the up in the Victorian Library, we have the Last Supper of uh, Leather Daddy from the Manchester Leather Men. So, you know, we, we're very proud to have this wonderful archive here. Ah, it's fantastic. I mean, <laughs> I got introduced to it on the open days and it's wonderful and you had some great speakers in. Yes. And yeah. you got some very heartfelt, like, personal experiences. Yeah. And I think those are wonderful things to record because obviously people have this impression of history of being very dry mm-hmm. and facts and dates when if you get, if you can capture, um, the emotions of the moment mm-hmm. and the small personal stories, I think that really adds a whole new dimension to it. Oh, yes. definitely. And that sort of filters mm. through the collections. Mm. You know, you see personal stories, relationships between members, lots of fights between yeah. members, oh, yeah. falling outs, uh, lovely, amazing bitchiness between mm-hmm. members. And there's really sort of each club has its own wonderful story. And what really sort of touched me about it all from the sort of the older sort of networks pre-internet. Mm. Yeah. And so... Uh, the guys in the clubs were mm. contacting each other by newsletter and then all sorts of the trips. The London group would go and see MSC Hallamshire for a weekend and they'd put everyone, put everyone up and then they'd trip there and then they'd go over to, to see Berlin and see all the guys in Berlin and that sense of amazing brotherhood is yeah. something that you got through the whole thing and it was like, wow, you know, quite incredible. Uh, I mean, I think we, Granted, the internet yeah, connecting yeah, people but, and finding people, but you know, especially when we're talking some of these in sort of 1976, 1977, yeah. so it's wonderful. And obviously, 
obviously with sort of the HIV crisis, we kind of have this lost generational gap of information that never got passed on. Mm -hmm. So it's great to capture it and um, so people can see. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I mean, there's this real treasure trove mm. of experience. And I mean, there's some really very, very sad moments in the collection. Uh, I was talking to someone from the MSC London Club and he was sort of looking at the old newsletters and he was saying, well, this is the newsletter before we went over to America on yeah. the big trip. And he was saying, well, 17 of us went to America in 1982, 83, mm -hmm. within sort of three or four years. Uh, there were three of us left. And you're like, that's awful. Oh my God. That you is... know, and it's these sort of like, stories and you know mm. it was emotional looking at them and sort of all the names of the people that's to yeah and stuff like that so you know very sad stories uh but also you know amazing humor in all of it you yeah know, cartoons and you know, mickey taken and then each club would do a pantomime and we've got videos oh, really? of the pantomimes oh, yeah. they do and stuff so you know there's all the emotions there. yeah it's quite incredible oh that's fantastic because you wouldn't think of like a leatherman club doing pantomime Yes, and I think there's this continual debate about camp. Yes, the yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but some of the pantomimes are, are some of the most... I mean, I won't say they're professional in any stretch of the imagination. I think it's any excuse to put a frock on. But uh, <laughs> they're, they have a whale of a time. You know, these pantomimes from the 80s where they're all dressing up for Christmas yeah. do. And so really wonderful. And thankfully, someone recorded them on VHS. So uh, <laughs> they're now in the archives as, as part of the Lever archives from each club. So it's great. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. So did you keep it on VHS or have you well, digitized we, Of course, because we're a very professional, high standard. We've converted it all to, yeah. you know, the highest possible. <laughs> uh, but we keep the videos as well, just in case, you know. Oh, and a couple of, you know, a couple of members have designed their own covers for the those, you know, London oh. Blues, Christmas Pantos, Volume 1. <laughs> so, yeah, we keep that as well. As oh, that time, is brilliant. Is oh, I'd love to see something. <laughs> Anytime, come in and sit and watch. Yeah, because anyone can come in and look at the archive, can't yes, they? We encourage anyone to come in any time and mm. we're very open you go to a lot of archives mm -hmm. i don't know and the listeners have been to archives and it can be quite an intimidating experience yeah, you walk in yeah. and they want your mother's birth certificate and 50 press-ups <laughs> we're not like that you just wander in and it's one form and then you can sit and either watch the pantomimes read all the newsletters uh and you know we love people coming in and looking at it because if people don't come in look at it get inspired by it yeah, as well, and not kept it. Really. Yeah, there's so, no point in it just existing in a drawer. It has to be exactly, experience. Exactly. I mean, my favourite part from the open days. I mean, there's a lot of good parts, but you have original artwork. I think from Drama Magazine. Is yeah. The original inks. Yes. Um, and like, I'm a big comic fan. I love the process. So yeah, to see yeah, like yeah. the full sized ink pencils and inks there. Yeah, yeah. And the artwork's amazing on Some them. Some really great, mm. fantastic artwork. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, obviously Tom, but also you know lots of other artists that were drawing at the time and. And, you know, hopefully, you know, there were some wonderful pieces there. You know, hopefully more stuff will come up that survived. And, you know, it, it, the magazines are great, man. Yeah. You know, some of the yeah. illustration stuff is really good. But we also have a very large selection of erotic, you know, porn. So if anyone yeah. would rather see the thing in the flesh, you know, we can cater for that. As well. Fantastic. <laughs> I mean, do you have to somehow peel the pages apart? Well, no, I was <laughs> surprised that they're not sticky. They're always very well kept. But we do have some wonderful gentlemen who bring in sort of regularly, you know, their back issues of Oncho and all these wonderful sort of 70s American uh, pawns, which we d delight to accept, mm. you know, and, and sealed envelopes arrive every now and again. It's 
you know, makes my Monday morning. You know? That is. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> People just giving you poor. Well, what, it's what? great. I mean, we had a guy come in, a sort of an older guy, a wonderful guy turned up one day with a sort of, and sort of an old lady's wheelie trolley. Mm-hmm. And he sort of was very, uh, sort of sweated, walked all the way here. And I thought, oh, what's going to be in this trolley? And I recognised him from an older people's sort of LGBT group. And he pulled out a big stack of porn, going right back to sort of the physic pictorials mm. from the 50s, right through to the sort of 2000s. I was like, oh, that's amazing. Thanks so much for that. And he was like, I was unsure whether you'd want it. I was like, oh, I want it all right. And uh, <laughs> put it in the collection. And I was like, thanks for that. You know, any time you're passing, yeah, yeah. come back. And he went, oh, no, this pile is merely the tip of the iceberg. <laughs> so two transit vans later, we were still... Uh, Collecting transit vans. <laughs> well, I say transit, big vans. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I mean, this guy just kept stuff, you know, and it was sat. I thought I won't throw that away. And now he'd heard that we were collecting yeah, stuff. It. It was like, well, what better place? Yeah, a perfect home for it. Exactly. Yeah. And I was only delighted to take it. I mean, that is interesting because one of the things I've noticed is porn disappears so quickly nowadays. Like the early stuff I used to look at. Yeah. It. I can't find it on the internet anymore. <laughs> and you think, well, everything exists on the internet. Like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. people always complain about, you know, once it's on the internet, it never goes away. Yeah, yeah. Not true. No, it Not for the stuff you want to see. Exactly, it disappears. Print it all out, get, bring yeah. back mags. Uh, but it's quite interesting to see. I mean, these obviously documents saying that's sort of disappearing. I mean, I don't, does anyone buy them? It's mainly, yeah, you just get on the internet, yeah. don't you? So this is a whole phenomenon of, of porn magazines that's mm. going to disappear. But also noticed as well, there's a lot, we have a lot here of, of sort of 1960s, 70s pulp fiction. So sort of these cheaply produced man hard series pulp fiction books, which a lot are sort of kink based and, yeah. you know, uh, basically completely written text. So, you know, rather than looking at pictures, you'd read a novel, an absolute filth. I mean, they're amazing. Oh, yeah. But, you know, titles, what have we got? Uh, Mr. Dick, Mr. Suck, uh, Cockwork Orange is my favourite one. Oh, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah, First Time is the Hardest. There's all these titles there, all done with sort of Tom imitation yeah, covers. Yeah, yeah. And you sort of wonder how this has changed. It's a very interesting history how it's gone from, you know, physique, health and strength type. Oh, yes. You the... know, looking at stuff like that. Uh, to sort of reading these books to get your kick, mm-hmm. and then sort of mags and then the internet. We'll see, uh, you know, it changes, you know. I mean, it's funny you should mention those, uh, health, like, physique mags, because yeah. they still do them. Yes. I can't remember the title, but, um, in America, there's a sports mag. Yeah. And yeah. you look through it, and this is so clearly for closeted straight guys down in the South. Yes, yes. It is yes. so clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it, they get their kicks, yeah. you know, one yeah. day they'll realise, yeah, leave that behind. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, I love trashy pulp, <laughs> like like erotic porn. Um, I cut my like teeth um, for like kinky stuff yeah, on yeah. Mr. Benson, oh, yeah. which yeah, like yeah, is sort yeah. of the big one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, we get, mm. I, I love collecting it, it's great, mm. you know, and I did, I did one, when we were first collecting the Lever Arc, it was quite wonderful. Because a guy in Brighton said, I've got all loads of this pulpy books that, yeah. you know, you must have for the collection. I was like, oh, of course we must. Uh, so we bought, I think it was about 50 of these pulp titles, uh, you know, uh, Big Dick, Cocksucker, blah, blah. Uh, he itemised the invoice, which I then had to put through finance upstairs. I think it was quite a baptism of fire for our yeah. finance assistant. And she went, oh, Steph, you've been spending the, uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, now it's part of the course. Yeah. And that was the first time she went... Oh, so that's the libraries collecting nowadays. I mean, it's like, how do people react when you tell them what you do? Like, 
I think they're not surprised, to yeah. tell you the truth. I mean, probably not from me. I mean, a lot of my colleagues here are all, we're all qualified mm-hmm. archivists. We all like to go to the dreaded archive school to learn how to do it. And I have some wonderful colleagues who are now part, very passe about, yeah. uh, Steph's desk, yeah, what you'll find on Steph's desk. But Grace, my colleague, who's, who's not here today, uh, has catalogued a lot of the leather stuff and she's, you know, <laughs> happily engaged. <Yeah. laughs> uh, and she knows now more about le- the leather scene in Britain mm-hmm. than anyone you would know, really. I think her boyfriend thinks she works in the sex museum. <laughs> uh, but I, she said that there's no better dinner party introduction than, you know, where do you work? What do you do at work? And she yeah. gives them this long history of gay leather scene. <laughs> See, I love that. Like, I just okay, love that. Okay, But, you know, everyone here is very much knows how what an yeah. history is. And, and, you know, the chief executive loves the fact house here. We can celebrate this history and do open days and yeah. events. So uh, it is fantastic. But people aren't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it is brilliant they have something so niche and unique. Yes, and it's like, yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's wonderful. I mean, as you see when you come in, this is the last, probably the last kind of collection you'd expect in a, in a sort of Victorian library. But, you know, the Institute, since it's opened, has been a place for everyone. And the collections we have here, whether they're about radical politics or sex history, uh, London history, it's about, providing a space where alternative histories that might yeah, not get recorded yeah. can be recorded. So it fits in perfectly here because, I mean, one, I couldn't believe there really wasn't somewhere that was collecting it. We've got the wonderful Eleven Museums and Archive in Chicago, and there's the Schroeder's Museum in Germany, which I hope has got yeah. a lot of leather stuff. But we needed something here. You know, a lot of sort of the guys I spoke to was like, well, we didn't want to send our stuff because we... Yeah. In London. Yeah, it's and sort of so, you keep know, the local history. Exactly, it's wonderful to have yeah. that here and, and celebrated so much. And, and as long as the Institute's here, it will be treasured mm. and celebrated. And hopefully it's a collection that we can continue to expand on. So we're very keen as well on, you know, history not to be about all the old stuff, but, you know, for yeah, people to contribute current. now, people who are on the scene now, uh, to contribute as well, make sure that their history is on the, on the, on the cards and archived for saying 500 years they're like god they were kinky and, yes know. going through people's only fans exactly, exactly. <laughs> you know that's what we want that's what we want <laughs> i mean i could think of a few um small time publications like they're just small yeah. magazine lits that people yeah. are sending out these days yeah. like it seems to be going through a bit of a revival sort definitely of the independent I, mag definitely i'm you know plead with anyone mm. listening you know to do send stuff in and and it could be archived here and then if it's stuff that they've produced mm. you know copyright we don't want any copyright or ownership you know yeah. it's yeah. just here as a research thing so people can look at look at and learn about the scene now but also you know we're thinking that long term 200 years people will know that there were kinky people you know we now have victorian we suspect they were kinky and yeah, they probably were yeah. but we don't no proof i mean it's the victorians you know, you know they're, they're into something. i'm sure they'd shame us you know yeah completely but the society kids, but that repressed yes, has to have a few must do. but you know yeah. it's, so, it's so important to do because you know what it's like uh it's a history that we please many people to be wiped off the face of the earth and yeah it's not going to be yeah just pretend it doesn't exist exactly and, to, yeah. 
And that in itself is a statement and it's, um, and it's also just keeping alive personal memories. Um, I had a friend who don't, his, he was in America. He's, uh, from the Boston area and he actually donated his boot black chair to Amazing. Chicago. Yeah. And I just remember seeing he was crying when he gave it away. And there was this massive thing he'd bu- oh, built yeah. himself. It wasn't yeah. small. It's amazing. It's amazing. But things like that, that emotional attachment that he had to yeah. that is incredible. And, you know, can you imagine having that and having the story, his story about that, that, that yeah. chair is like something incredible, you know. And we're hoping soon also to do a lot more sort of oral history and conversations uh, with some of the older generation as well uh, oh, be about the scene. Yeah. I mean, there's some wonderful stories I've already heard just by mm. talking about, you know, going to the Coal Hearn and, you know, <laughs> and we've got to get those on tape, you know, so hopefully that's going to be starting some, some more oral history stuff soon. So anything we can do. Is- <laughs> well, someone has to document how slippery the stairs at the hoist exactly, used to be. Exactly, exactly. And we'll all be listening yes. excitedly. <laughs> so... Do you have, what's the prize of your collection? What's, what's your favourite piece? Ooh, there's so many bits. I mean, we have quite a wonderful now t-shirt collection. Mm-hmm. So for a leather archive, surprisingly little leather, <laughs> but hopefully that will change after time. But a few, few choice items have been donated. Uh, definitely our two cock rings mm-hmm. are my favourite. Uh, fisting powder was donated the other day. Really? Oh. Quite, uh, thanks to the guys at Recon came in mm-hmm. and, and said, have we donated the first fist in lube? And I was like, yes, you have. <laughs> uh, but probably my favourite is, is a press cut in that was sort of shown to me and given by one of the, the guys who was in MSC London for years and years. Uh, and you've got it here? I for have us. it here, yes. It was a News <clears throat> of the World expose. Oh dear. <laughs> yes. You know, you know, this isn't going to be end well. From the 14th of October 1979, and they decided they were going to hone mm-hmm. in on MSC London. Mm-hmm. And the title of the, article is in 27 years investigating um, I wonder how he sounded in 27 years investigating corruption these are the vilest men I've ever met <laughs> so it goes on this is a shock report on the vilest men I've encountered in 27 years it does not make pleasant reading my inquiries began some months ago when I heard in a West End pub about two organisations I eventually discovered there was to be a secret get together I obtained the badges and with reporter Andrew joined the late night throng and marched down a back alley there's a lock-up garage, number 37. We went down some steps. Uh, uh, badges were inspected by two men dressed head-to-toe in leather. I love this. is my favourite. Yeah. It was 11.45 and we were about to witness the most horrifying scenes of homosexual depravity in a cellar packed by about 100 men. <laughs> the atmosphere was frankly terrifying. And it goes on, you can imagine. Yeah, yeah. But the guy from MSC London said, the morning after this was in the news of the world, the phone did not stop. How do I join MSC London? When's the next get-together? Let me know, I want to be there. So they said this was the best PR oh, yeah. I ever had on the go. Uh, but, you know, there's all sorts of wonderful... I mean, obviously we laugh now, but at the yeah. time it's quite, quite worrying. But there's... Just treasure troves, and treasures come in all the time, so it's a wonderful job to... <laughs> that is fantastic. Uh, no, so, I mean, what's next? Are you planning on Well, or? we are, it's definitely getting mm-hmm. a lot more stuff arriving. Mm-hmm. We are definitely moving in a lot of sort of straight fetish is now being moved in, so mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, we're starting to collect dominatrixes papers as well, so oh, we've had good, our first good. two doms deposit their mm-hmm. archives here. Uh, which is quite wonderful, all their stuff, and, and lots of sort of more straight, not yeah. always straight, but, you know, 
uh, open sort of fetish, sort of not strictly gay male clubs yeah. of, of donated stuff. So basically, I think we're going to end up being a home for every kind of fetish mm-hmm. out there, which is very happy. That is brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, but once again, it's a history year that wasn't yeah. wasn't being done, mm-hmm. and and a lot of people sort of. So we've had stuff from Skin Two and and Club Rub and some of these sort of uh, these clubs, and they said. Yeah, so good once again that this is being recorded because we've kept it, but we never thought there yeah, was going to be anything that would be interested. So, uh, no, it's, it's, it's wonderful to be able to do it. So we're thrilled. Oh, brilliant. And you've got some new flags in, I see. Yes. We, if, if you do come into the library, which I hope you all will, mm-hmm. uh, once you get past the Victorian bit, the back room is, I've turned it into my own sort of queer medieval banqueting <laughs> hall of every pride flag we could muster from, uh, Yes, we've got uh, Lever, obviously, Pup, Bears, Lever Girl, Master Slave, uh, Polyamory, Non-Binary, and the latest edition is Fat Fetish. So that's gone up now. So, uh, and we've now run out of space, so, but I'll find yeah, because um, has anyone ever been able to fully identify them? No one's ever no. done it no. in total. And I've had some of the leading sort of queer academics in. They've gone, yeah, I can do this. And they get to about the third one and go, yeah, yeah. I can't do this. Uh, <laughs> but there's a couple, I don't think I still not, but my <laughs> colleagues do, which is good. <laughs> That's good. Uh, I mean, I'm always jealous because the lesbian variants and pride flags always seem to have battle axes on. Yes. And yes. I just think we need more weaponry on our flags. I think that to be perfectly acceptable, <laughs> yes. I think. Yeah, I think that'd be fine. I mean, it's great. We do often sit and go, you know, it's it's not your scene, but what's the prettiest flag we've got? And yeah. I think consistently, bears win quite a lot with the flag, oh, with the it paws. Is a flag. And we've got the pup flag mm. as well, and people like that. Mm. It's my colleague who likes dogs. I sort of try to explain it's not quite not, that yeah. same thing. But it's quite funny because I do also a lot of tours for like sort of London family mm-hmm. history groups, sort of elderly groups. And I dread that moment walking. And they come in and go, oh, yes, yes, yes. What are these beautiful flags you've got around? Especially the one, is that a doggy flag? And I'm like, <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. They're sort of flags of colour. Yes. Yeah. I tend not to yeah, explain yeah, too much. Uh, but someone went, who made your concern? Let's not go down. <laughs> no, <that way>. no, <laughs> But yeah, no, it's yeah. a wonderful, and it's very colourful. So yeah, and it's a yeah. great place to hold these open days, you know, and just hammer our flags to the mast, literally. <laughs> yeah. Um, so if someone has something, can they've been listening to this and think, oh, I could give that away, or that's in my loft, or that's mm. taking up my cupboard. How do they get in contact? I would either, you can drop me an email. Uh, I can give my details, if that's okay. I'm on Twitter at Steph Dickers, S-T-E-F-D-I-C-K-E-R-S. Or you can drop me an email at library at bishopsgate.org.uk and just let us know what you've got and what you'd be happy to donate. We can scan things if there's something that, (laughs) oh, that'd be really good in the archive, but I don't want to give it away. Uh, We can borrow and scan things and we're very happy to take physical and digital material as well. So if you've got your flyers on a PDF (laughs) or you've got pictures digitally we're happy to take those as well we can look after those as well so yeah do get in touch oh, and i'll put you in a box literally well not literally like <laughs> well archivally. that can be fun <laughs> well, yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not in the first time yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, fantastic thank you very much absolute it, pleasure this has been brilliant and obviously i really recommend our listeners look out for the open days if they're in london or visiting london around those times come in it's brilliant definitely we'd love fantastic. to see you thank you very much pleasure love it to see you